I'm telling you, I just feel impressed to preach to you something that I spent weeks teaching this church about. But I feel God stirring us up once again. And I just feel like it's time to come back and remind you tonight of what I've already told you over and over. Well, hallelujah. Who was it? Brother Paget, Brother Paget, that at Admit this year told the story of the church that hired a new preacher. Now, we don't hire preachers, but they did. They hired a new preacher and uh, uh, said every Sunday he got up and preached the same sermon. After two or three weeks, they went to him and said, you need to preach something different. Uh, if I remember right, he was just a new preacher and didn't really, that's all he had was one sermon. And, and uh, every week, same sermon. Every week, same sermon. Finally, they went to the officials that were over the pastor, you know, and uh, started telling on him. Said, you got to do something about this preacher we got because every week he preaches the same sermon. And uh, the, the official asked him, said, what's, what's the sermon? What did he preach about? And so the man stood there and he said, um, I don't remember. He said, then maybe he needs to preach it again. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. So this is for all of those of you who don't remember. I'm preaching it again. And I'm going to preach it again and again and again until Jesus comes. Because for some of you, it's not a matter of you not remembering. It's just a matter of you not obeying. Well, hallelujah. I'm kind of like pastor around here tonight. You know what I told you the other day? Fighters get ready to fight. They roll up their sleeves. Preachers get ready to fight. They take off their jacket. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. If God will help me. And if you'll back me up tonight, it won't take me very long. But you start making me get bogged down, we may be here for a while. I might need to do like Brother Stevens was telling me his grandpa used to do. His grandpa used to pastor that church. He said his grandpa was so adamant about song service. He said he would tell those people, if he'd look out there and some of them weren't singing, or they weren't really putting, and you know, you can tell. I can look out there and see if you're really singing. Or if you're just moving your lips, or you're just, you know, your mind somewhere else. Said he'd look, he would tell those people, if we're going to have song service, I expect you to put everything you've got into it. I want everybody out there singing, and I want you singing with all your heart. And said he was so adamant about that. Said if they ever got to the place where they slipped up, he'd stop the song service. And he'd say, all right, I'm warning you. You better start singing. And he said if they didn't get it, he'd stop everything and he'd give them about a three-hour Bible study. And he said it was, never, it was never exciting. It was never anything really that they really enjoyed listening to. In fact, he said sometimes it really just didn't even make a whole lot of sense. But they just had to sit there and endure it for about three hours. He said, but I'm going to tell you the next time we came to church, we sang. So I'm warning you tonight, if you don't get with me, we may be here for a while. All right, all right. First Timothy chapter 2, beginning with verse number 1. I exhort therefore that 
Has anybody else got your Bible open? We don't have it on the wall. I guess maybe that's the problem. We quit bringing our Bible and depend on the wall. Hallelujah. All right. Bible study, not wall study. Bible study. Bible study. Amen. We're not contractors and engineers right now. We're saints of God studying the Bible. Well, praise God. I'm feeling my oats tonight, all right? Hallelujah. 1 Timothy 2, verse 1. Let's try that again. I exhort, therefore, that first of all. That means before anything else. That means at the top of your list. Number one priority. First of all. What? supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God wants everybody saved. Not everybody will be saved, but God wants them saved. The desire of God is that this city be saved. The desire of God is that Kansas City come to know the truth. That's the desire of God. But there's only one way the desire of God is going to be fulfilled. And that's if first of all, we will make supplication and prayer and intercession unto God. Well, hallelujah. I feel like preaching a little bit tonight. I just feel like preaching a little bit tonight. I'm telling you, we can sit here and talk about revival all we want to talk, but honey, until we start praying, we're not going to see revival. So I haven't come with anything new tonight. I'm just telling you, you got to learn to pray. You got to learn to pray. You got to get back into your prayer closet. You got to get a hold of God again. Oh, hallelujah. You can be seated if you want to. I'm telling you that the first priority on your list ought to be i got to talk to God today. If I don't get my cup of coffee or if I don't make it to work on time, i got to talk to God today. That's more important to me than anything else. That's more important to me than having a conversation with my wife. That's more important to me than reading the newspaper. That's more important to me than getting on Facebook. I'm telling you, God stir us up. We gotta get back to old-fashioned prayer. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've preached and preached to this church. God doesn't just want fruit. God wants first fruit. God didn't just say, give me 10%. He said, give me the first tenth. Well, I'm telling you, some of us are not giving God the first fruits of our day. But if we really want to see this city break out in revival, we're going to have to change that fact. 
whatever you got to do. Get you an alarm clock that sounds like a nuclear bomb going off. Do whatever you got to do, but drag your carcass out of the bed and fall to your knees and get a hold of God. We got to see this city saved. We've wasted too much time feeling sorry for ourselves over a church split that happened too many years ago to even count. It's time we get a hold of God and ask God to show us his glory and grant us his favor. It's time that the church start to pray. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, how you're not getting this, first of all, your first priority, your top priority, your most important priority has got to be prayer. I'm telling you, new life. You hear me? I'm not just preaching. I'm preaching in the Holy Ghost right now. And I'm telling you that when this church finally gets a revelation of prayer, God's going to open the windows of heaven. We're not waiting on God anymore. God's waiting on us. Ah, oh, you didn't hear that. My Lord, how many months ago was it that Brother Herring called me and he and I had never even spoken and he spoke to me under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost and said, this day God is driving the locusts out. This day God is starting a new work in your city. Well, I haven't seen the results, but I'm going to tell you, I believe God spoke. I felt the witness of the Holy Ghost when it was said. I don't believe God lied about it. I believe God did his part. The problem is we as the church have not done our part. Prayer has become for us an option. Prayer is something that if I have time, I'll do it. But most of the days, I just don't have time. Well, I'm going to tell you something, honey. you got 24 hours just like everybody else. It's how you spend that time that matters. I'm telling you right now, we got to get a hold of God. we got to be moved to prayer once again. we got to learn how to seek the face of God before anything else. Hallelujah. If we believe, if we believe that the Word of God is divinely inspired and that all Scripture, all Scripture is given by inspiration of God, then really it's not Paul speaking. It's God speaking. When he says what he says in chapter 2, verse 1, I exhort therefore... I exhort, therefore, I, here's what he's saying. I'm preaching to you. I'm preaching to you right now. That, what? First of all. What? Somewhere down your list, sometime during the day, 
right before you collapse in bed at night after you get through checking all the news websites texting your friends I exhort therefore that what? First of all, supplications, supplications prayers, prayers intercessions, and giving of thanks, and giving of thanks be made, for, be made for, for whom? For whom? All men. Now, I didn't put it in your in your verses here I should have but but in our text uh, amen now I want you to notice this hallelujah I want you to notice this put verse 1 back up there again I want you to notice this I would I exhort that first of all supplications prayers intercessions giving of thanks be made for whom for all men. Now I want you to skip down. Amen. And give us verse number four. Amen. Of this same chapter. Verse four said. Who will have all Who will have. Who will have. There's the same phrase as verse one. He said I'm telling you the first thing. First rattle out of the box. When you get up out of bed. The first thing on your mind. Ought to be prayer for all men. Why? Because God wants all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Elder Bean, Elder Bean made a statement and I, I understand what he meant and I don't think, you know, it, it's hard once you've said something it's on tape. You can't change it on tape. And, and, and I think I knew, know what he meant when he said it. I wouldn't say it exactly this way, but I think I agree with the principle he's stating. He made a statement one time. He said, God doesn't care until men care. And he said, if that's not the case, then why do we have cities that don't have apostolic churches? Amen. Well, I think that maybe a better way of saying that, and, and I'm not saying I'm better than Elder Bean. I'm just saying I think to help us understand it a little bit better, I can say this, God is not moved to action until men care. I believe God cares. I believe he cares about every lost soul in Lenexa. He cares about every lost soul in Shawnee. He cares about every lost soul in Prairie Village. He cares about every lost soul in Mission. He cares about, come on somebody. God cares, God cares, God cares, but God doesn't start acting until some man cares or some woman cares enough to fall on their face and say, God, save this city. God, grant revelation, amen, to this city. God, give us a breakthrough in this city. God cares about Olathe, Kansas. God cares about this city of 125,000 people. God cares. And I'm going to tell you, God cares that there are false churches springing up on every corner. Churches that don't preach truth. God cares about that. God cares about that. The problem is we don't care enough. That's the problem. We don't care 
enough. I'm telling you, something's got to happen. Hey, I know, I know what it's like. I stood in Zimbabwe a few months ago and began to teach and preach, and I watched the spirit of revelation sweep the crowd. I'm asking you, God, let it happen one more time, but let it happen right here in this church. Let them get a revelation of what I'm preaching right now. If somehow this sanctuary could get a revelation that it's our prayers that are going to open up revival. It's our prayers that are going to move the hand of God. It's our prayers that are going to get the hungry to this church. God, if you'll give revelation to new life, we'll do something about it. God will respond. God, I promise you tonight, if you'll give us a revelation. I'm not interested in finishing my notes tonight. I got a lot there, but I'm not. I'm not interested. Amen. In finishing the notes. So much as I am you getting this and understanding this. There's one thing that stands between us and revival. One thing. One thing. And it's a lack of prayer. And something's got to happen to us. And we got to be moved pray. We got to be moved to pray. I'm going to tell you, we need to get to the place that we are so stirred that we wake up in the middle of the night thinking about a city that's lost. I'm telling you, I look at this Kansas City metro, almost three million people and only a handful of churches that are preaching the fullness of truth. Literally a handful. Because I'm telling you, just because they preach Acts 2.38 doesn't mean that's all the truth. They're letting their people dress like the world, act like the world, live like the world. That's not truth. That's not truth. And I've talked about it before. When I was a kid, there was a, a particular kind of soap that used to, their advertisement was that it was 99 and 44 one hundredths percent pure soap. 99 and 44 one hundredths percent. So there's only 56 one hundredths of a percent. Just barely over half of one percent. That's not pure soap. But can I tell you, 99 and 44 one hundredths percent pure is impure. It's impure. It is not pure. It is impure. 99 and 99 one hundredths percent pure is not pure. Well, I'm telling you, there are churches around that say they baptize in Jesus' name, but they let their ladies dress like street walkers. The men look like Justin, whatever his name is. How do you know? All right now. We're going to get some confessions before I'm done preaching. Hallelujah. Now, 
They let him look. I don't even know what he looks like. So uh, they let him look like some little sissy out of Hollywood somewhere. I'm going to tell you that's not a pure church. And I'm going to tell you that literally there's only a handful of churches in all of this three million people that are preaching the truth. Somebody ought to get stirred up by that fact. That ought to cause sleep to leave some of us. I'm telling you, there ought to be some of us that get so stirred up that in the middle of the night we wake up saying, God, how are we going to reach three million people? God, you better help us. God, we got to have help. Oh, somebody, somebody get with this preacher. I'm telling you, if I've ever felt the Holy Ghost, I feel it tonight. God's calling this church. It's time to get on our faces. It's time to find a place to get a hold of God for the lost that are around us. First of all, first of all, first of all, First of all, go down to the end of the list there, Brother Merriman, about Psalm, Psalm 5, verses 1 through 3. First of all, everyone say first of all. Psalm 5, is that on the list? All right, may need some new glasses. Give ear to my words, Give ear to Lord. my words, O Lord. Consider, Consider my, meditation. my meditation. Hearken to the voice of my cry, my King, my King and my God. God. For unto thee will I pray. My voice, my shalt, voice thou shalt thou hear. Wait a minute. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning. In the morning. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning. In the mor he wanted to stress that. In the morning. Will I direct, will I direct my, my prayer, prayer unto thee, thee and will look up. up? In the morning. First of all. First of all. In the morning. In the morning, God. I'm giving you my morning. Psalm 63, verses 1 and 2. O God, thou art my God. Thou art my God. Early will I when? see thee. When? When? Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. flesh thirsteth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have so seen thee in the sanctuary. God, I'm thirsty to see your glory. So you know what I'm going to do about it? I'm going to seek you early, first of all, first of all, first of all, I'm going to seek you early, Psalm 88 verse 13. But unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall my and, prevent thee. And in the morning, are you beginning to see a pattern here? 
You think this might be part of the reason David was a man after God's own heart? Do you think it's because David made up in his mind, my day is going to start one way every day. I'm beginning my day by talking to God. I'm going to start my day fellowshipping with my creator. That's more important to me than anything else. Everything else can go. Everything else can be put off. But I cannot put off talking to God. It's first. It's early. It's in the morning. In fact, you know what God himself said? Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. I'm closing, musicians. I promised you I would. I, I'm going to keep my promise tonight. Proverbs, read. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early. And those me. that seek me. Those that seek me early. They're the ones that are going to find. You know, I, I don't remember who it was that said it. May have been Elder Bean. May have been Elder Bean who made the statement. He said, "You know, if you'll get up and pray early, before men get to stirring around, you won't fight nearly as many devils in your prayer." The devils have to have men. They got to work through individuals. If everybody's still in bed, there's not as many individuals to allow those spirits to work. He said, if you'll get up early, you'll pray early, you'll find it easier to pray. But I'm going to tell you there's a reason, not just, not just because you don't have as many devils to fight, but because God said, I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. That's the promise of God. You seek God early, he promised you'll find me. I'm not going to hide myself from you if you'll seek me early. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, there's a promise from God. God has promised this church revival. God has promised this church an outpouring of his spirit. It has been a promise from God himself. So why haven't we found him yet? I think there's more of us that are going to have to seek him early. I think there's more of us that are going to have to seek him early. Early. Hallelujah. I'm going to seek you early, God. Because I want to find you. And because I want the lost of this city saved. Let's lift our hands and love him right now. Come on, let's talk to him, everybody. Let's talk to him. Come on. I want to do more. I want to do more. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the more you pray, the more you want to pray. The less you pray, the less you want to pray. It's the way it works. 
you start slacking up, your flesh will take over. But you start cranking it up, and the Holy Ghost will take over. God said, I love those that love me. And here's how I distinguish the difference. Those that seek me early, they're the ones I'm going to meet with. Old, old song, and I doubt you've got it on your, I may need, I may need, I may need Sister Riggin to come. The old timer in me is coming out. Come, come help me, would you? Come help me. And you may have this. I'm not telling you to leave. In fact, you need to learn these old songs too. All right, praise God. Just making sure you get All right. I come to the garden alone. While the dew is still on the roses. Well, hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, we, we need to learn to go back to that place where we get there and it's just us and God. It's just us and God. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, let's worship the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. Come on, let's worship the Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Come on, let's stand. Let's, let's talk to the Lord. This was one of my pastor's favorite songs. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still. Hey! 
one other has ever known. I'd stay in the garden with him, though the night around me be falling. But he bids me go through the voice of woe. His voice to me is calling. And he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever find a place and come and talk to him tonight why don't we ask him to stir something in us to make us prayer warriors remember what brother bean said when he went to a city to see about having revival he always looked to see if they had at least one prayer warrior at least one intercessor in the crowd if they didn't he knew they weren't going to have revival. But if there was at least one that knew how to get a hold of God, he said, we could have revival in that city. I'm calling on you tonight. Will you commit yourself? I want to become a prayer warrior. I want to become an intercessor. I want to learn to talk to God. Lord, baptize me with a burden for the lost. Hallelujah.
We take. 